Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Tiger King 2 came out. Is anyone going to watch this? I don't know. It feels weird because, like, during the pandemic, we were all trapped in the house and it came on. Now it's like looking at text messages you sent during a breakup. It's like... (laughs) I was a different person back then. I just want to move on. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't watch any Tiger King too. My brother uh, texted me. He was he was all over it. He was he was into the Tiger King too. Um, we're raising money this week for Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station. We got some funny uh, funny people donating. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Has donated several times. Another two hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you, Mr. Pop. I don't know how I feel about this or one. Or Mr. Dude. This is this one is mocking a, a speech impediment. It is Let Go Brandon, Mike Tyson, in for $50. Oh, I, I think I get it. Yeah. It's just, it's still. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. your $50. But, uh, would have been 25 but I had to gas up my mopeds in for $10. I yeah. get you. Sorry to hear that. Four ghosts of donuts, 100 bucks. That's somebody mocking my donut eating for the other day. But anyway. Um, let's get a total, shall we? Hey, uh, Gladys, can you hit the drum? Oh, wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 Gladys, what do I see off the starboard bow? Tis whales. I hear them. I think that's a whale. Tis no fluke. It's a whale. Thomas with $1,000. Lou and Sharon, 2000 Nice contribution. Oh, we appreciate that. Those are some of your your uh your good size but not giant whales. The official Let's Go Brandon cryptocurrency uh contributed a thousand dollars. Uh raincoat for Brandon Elmo and Johnson. What the <laughs> hell? Contributed twenty five hundred. There's a Susan with a thousand, uh James with a thousand. Um thank you very much for your your contributions, everybody. The official Let's Go Brandon <laughs> cryptocurrency with another 2000 or is that a repeat? Well, this might be my joke of the year. $25 from I'm going to wrap this supply chain around your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty clever. That is pretty clever. Come on. Hey, we might have to do a mini gold. Didn't you have a terrible sound or something to punish people, Michael? Yes, I do. I got a reason to do it today. So what is the sound? This is the worst hold music ever. Okay, so it's terrible hold music. It's worth we have the the best and the worst? I do. I think we got to play the best first and then use the worst to do our worst. Okay, what's the best hold music sound? All right, here we go. Why is this the best? In a survey, it was rated the best. Oh, okay, there was a survey. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay, okay. All right. Seems a little annoying to me. That freaking drum is going to make me insane. But if this is the best, I can't wait for the worst. I hear that on hold fairly regularly. So they, they surveyed people, and people thought that was the best hold music. So the be- the, the worst. This is a tiny mini goal. We're only $375 short. <laughs> Of an even four hundred grand, oh, so we're gonna play this until we get that three hundred seventy-five dollars. Go ahead, Michael. Please hold for the next available customer service representative. GoodArmstrongandGetty.com. It's already terrible. This was rated the worst hold music. It's stressing me out. What business would you not hang up on? 
Man, Jeez, make it stop. I need you to get here for my heart attack is about the only reason I'd hold through this. Is there music or is it just this? Please hold for the next available. Play this for the, the guys at Gitmo. <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea for hold music? Well, it didn't take long. We're already there, ladies and gentlemen. Hit me with the fanfare, oh, Michael. Stop it. That was horrible. That was an easy one. We're already at $400,337. Excellent. Sure. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Appreciate that. So that was voted the worst hold music. Your boss needs to do a better job of choosing. Um, here we, we had $150 come in from a hole in the sky where a tree once was. Mm, somebody's making money. Accuracy is my hallmark in for 10. Nice. Uh, Baxter the dog's bonus third poop donated $100. <laughs> you know, he does occasionally. Shock me, because I can I can get two in the bag without tying it. But when he hits me with that bonus third, I mean, and he's no DoorDash delivery woman, but still, uh yeah, that's that's well, that's a two bag day. Ten bucks from Gimmicky Moons. <laughs> you got to be a fan to know this one, but twenty five dollars from Disco Stew. Oh my gosh, one of the greatest Simpson characters of all time. I was trying to explain that to my kids the other day, but I don't think they quite got the joke. Homer was making the jacket, wasn't he? He got a bedazzler, and he wanted to make a jacket that said Disco, Disco st- Stud. Disco Stud. Right. But he, he ran out of space. and well, Or he ran out of uh, the rhinestones or something. <laughs> anyway, so it just said Disco STU, so he yeah. gives it to the Goodwill. <laughs> and then somebody says, hey, Disco Stew, look at this. Oh, Disco Stew. So worked out pretty good for Disco Stew. Beautiful. Uh, abolish silent letters, five hundred bucks. Appreciate the donation. That's very, very nice of you. Yeah, I don't recognize silent letters. We are at four hundred two thousand dollars. Um, liking our shot now at getting to five hundred thousand tomorrow, but that's still a hundred grand in one day. So, um, we got to get more of the news of the day coming up. Uh, various things are going on. Still waiting on the Rittenhouse trial verdict to come out. See what's going to happen. Have you heard about the blurry video? Yeah. So there might be a mistrial, even if he's convicted of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple of stories about crime here, very fairly briefly, very somewhat briefly, briefly-ish. Uh, first of all, it spread, my friends, it spread from the West Coast. Connecticut State Police trying to track down a bunch of uh, bold shoplifters who simply filled grocery carts full of $1,600 worth of items and just rolled them out and loading their car up. Now it's it's spread to the East Coast. And what's really weird about this is the uh, the employees, after quite a few minutes, finally called the regular police station line. They didn't even call 911. They didn't try to stop the people. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. They didn't even call the cops. Nobody cared. Thievery is now legal. We're losing our civilization. Remember I told the story about the crazy, um, he said he was schizophrenic when he was screaming at me that he was going to kill somebody in the grocery store the other day. Mm-hmm. So it was this like street person, drug head, schizophrenic dude uh, screaming at me and my son in the grocery store. Anyway, he grabbed some stuff and then just went out the door and nobody even batted an eye. Wow. Which also wow. gets to the, how crazy are you if you're sane enough to get that the laws have changed and now you can just steal in the grocery store? But anyway, yeah, he just picked up some stuff and walked out the door. And nobody even, like, shrugged their shoulders. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, it's part of life now. I'm 
not. We a f- all pay s- seriously higher prices. Sure. Because crime is now legal. I'm not a thief, and there's all kinds of moral reasons I'm not going to be a thief. Moral, economic, just all kinds of reasons I'm not going to be a thief. But there's clearly nothing stopping me. I was only buying one thing. There was nothing stopping me from grabbing that gallon of milk and just walking out the door. Or you, ever, they, or, 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 you ever record an album on cassette and give it to a friend? Yeah. So you are a thief. Yeah. Yeah, I've done. So that. you lied. Yeah. So you're a thief and a liar. Although I uh, I stopped doing that, and I actually at one point went back and bought a whole bunch of albums that I had pirated to try to make up for it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's admirable. Well, Can't yeah. say the same. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. Uh, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. We got a great woke university thing about anti racist racist. Personixes spelled with an X. Yeah, we'll explain it when we come back. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If I had a trillion dollars, I would have Jeff Bezos personally deliver my Amazon purchase. Yeah, he should do that. If I had a trillion dollars, I would buy a rodeo, then I'd buy another one just so I could say, this isn't my first rodeo. Hilarious. If I had a trillion dollars, I'd buy every house in the cul-de-sac for my whole family and then move to Hawaii. <laughs> Instead of an alarm clock, I would hire Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band to live in my house and play Born to Run every morning to wake me up. <laughs> that was pretty funny. If I had a trillion dollars, I'd buy the world supply of guac and set up stands outside every Chipotle, giving it away for free. <laughs> if I had a trillion dollars, I would hire Morgan Freeman to follow me around and narrate my life. Yeah. That would be awesome. There you have it. Those are tonight's show hashtags. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of uh, every time I think I want to hear a song, instead of dialing up an Apple Music, I just uh, have that band in my living room tonight. I want, I want them to, whatever it costs. You know, I would book those private shows. You know, occasionally you hear mm-hmm. the Sultan of this or that, or, you know, for, or like Barack Obama for his birthday party. Uh, you know, that's it's pretty expensive, but that'd be cool. If I had a trillion dollars, in all honesty, what would I do? It would be it would be all about research for curing something. I don't know if I'd go with cancer or or what. A trillion is incomprehensible. It is. It is. It is. It how is. About, a, it is enough to do anything. How about a hundred million? <laughs> um, Peter Bogosian, we like him around here. University professor, retired from his well, retired, quit his job because he uh, the campus he was on there, University of Portland. Portland. Mm-hmm. Won the Portland State. Portland State. I think yeah. they, they, they got named the least free speech campus in America and yes. were proud of it. The university president thought that was great. And Peter Bogosian decided, well, we have nothing to do here. I, I can't be here anymore. And he uh, resigned and he wrote a long letter and we read it and we talked to him. And anyway, he tweeted this out yesterday. Hey, citizens of Wisconsin, this is your tax dollars at work. This is how people now begin their gender studies master's degrees at the University of Wisconsin. And I thought I'd just read a little bit of this because I think you'll find it again entertaining if you can understand any of it. As a white first-generation college graduate, 
who attended a mid-sized private university. My identities and experiences inspired this study. My whiteness offers a level of inherent violence to this study because of the history. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. It lends inherent violence to the study. Because of the history of privilege and structural and overt acts of harm, my ancestors have contributed to society. This echoes my experience in identifying as an anti-racist racist who has a white perkson, P-E-R-S-X-N. Wait, did you just say anti-racist racist? I'm an anti-racist racist who is, as a white perkson, is inherently racist, but applies and is accountable to anti-racism in my life through activist, educator, and research capacities. What he's saying is, I'm a racist. I'm not trying to not deny I'm a racist, but I am actively anti-racist, so I'm an anti-racist racist. Okay. White supremacy is frequently misunderstood as only pertaining to overt or explicit acts of violence, like the neo-Nazis or Ku Klux Klan. However, white supremacy, in the context of this study, centers the relationship between historical and unconscious bias that benefits whiteness through its structures, policies, culture, and experiences over non-white individuals. I I like how, uh, and it goes on like this for paragraph after paragraph, this sort of nonsense lingo that these people talk. Um, I, I like the fact that he is inherently violent, by being white. Just being white is violent. Well, if you're violent and, and certainly convicted of violence, violence is justified against you. He's a violent racist, he states in the first paragraph. Because of the color of his skin. Because he was born that way. So all members of his race should be judged together and judged to have awful qualities. I'm a that's, violent that's racist. That's an interesting philosophy. He's a violent racist. He believes I'm a violent racist. And it's a great thing to teach a, particularly young black people that all white people are violent racists. Um, it's just it's just great. I mean, how, do, how does this end? Of course it will end well. We can all understand how convincing white people they're violent racists and black people that white people are all violent racists by nature is going to make things better. I'm so confused by this. Even if you believe that, where do you think this is going? They're, they're delusional. They're convinced that it's leading to a, a utopia, a just it utopia a, where the evil white man has been put in his place. It will be a utopia because one race is convinced that the other race hates them and is violent toward them? How is that going to end? Well, it's idiotic. The idea that, well, one race has been dominant, so we're going to have other races be dominant, and then everybody will be fine. It's just, it's idiotic. I mean, if my dog thought it, I would uh, not give him a treat. So it doesn't make sense even if you believe it, and believing it makes you, well, it makes you a racist. You believe that skin color carries all kinds of uh, qualities that are, you know, something you can't change, like hair color or eye color or whatever else. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Never mind the participation of the African tribes in racism for hundreds of years and the omnipresence of racism in the Asian world, for instance, and, and slavery and the rest of it. It's, it is, it's a philosophy so idiotic. You can't believe anybody believes it, much less, you know, the poor deluded denizens of so many of our college campuses. It's discouraging. It's, it's disturbing. It's damn disturbing. Um, IQ-wise, I assume a guy like him is, you know, above uh, most of us, above average, and using it for that. Now, I had heard Latinx, and obviously herstory and history. Mm. This is the first time I've come across Persnix, P-E-R-S-X-N. So is that because you don't want to have... Persoxen. You don't want to have S-O-N in person because that <sighs> implies male? I think that's a good guess, yeah. Yeah, that's it's so hilarious and ridiculous. Dumb. You're, yeah. you're, you people are so crazy. 
I'm I, telling you. And the fact that they... I, crazy people don't recognize they're crazy. That's the part of the whole crazy thing. But the fact that other people don't recognize how crazy they are. Or afraid to call them on it because they use the term racist. Whoa, whoa, I don't want to be called a racist. I, I just, I guess I don't understand what they're saying. All I know is I better be quiet. And part of it probably is this ridiculous that's been growing over the years uh, level of worship we have for graduate degrees in universities. Oh, They're please. clearly better than us, smarter than us, so we should listen to them. Yeah, you've accomplished nothing in life except to do book learning. Who cares? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, which reminds me, I was going to bring this uh, to your attention. Dateline, Colorado Springs, Colorado. My folks lived there for uh, for years. Love Colorado Springs. Uh, the sex offenderment I'm sorry, the Sex Offender Management Board has voted to make changes in their terminology of how they label sex offenders. According to the board chair, Kimberly Klein, the board feels the change is needed after seeing a negative trend with rehabilitation for treatment with sex offenders. According to a draft, it would change the term sex offender to, quote, those who have been sexually abusive. From the active verb to the passive one those who have been sexually abusive the board believes that changing terminology will reduce risks and reoffending well you aren't something you've done something right right but the idea that this will cause less rape by rapists i'm sorry people who have committed rape ah uh, is delusional you have a screw loose yeah Words have meanings and actions have consequences. What? Grab the podcast or donate money when you go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden visited General Motors' so-called Factory Zero electric vehicle assembly plant today in Michigan. And you could tell he was impressed. He kept saying, so it's fully electric. No horses at all. reason I wanted to uh, mention that or play that joke again was not because I thought it was funny. It's just that Joe Biden did another one of his big electric car pushes where he shows up and gives a speech and drives around in a car. And he's got the electric car makers, except for so there's one missing. The one that's missing is the only electric car company that's ever had any success in the history of electric cars. Tesla. He never has ever even said the name Tesla. Why? Because they're not unionized. So Bingo. So the great existential threat that is climate change. All human beings are going to die, so you need to pay higher taxes for the rest of your life. Because the planet depends on it, but not so much that I'm willing to mention Tesla as an actual <laughs> viable way to get away from fossil fuel. Wow. Right. That's right. so freaking weak. Your children will be cooked to death, but that's no reason to recognize the existence of Tesla. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Crazy. So this is uh, this seems like breaking news, but there's really nothing to it as as yet. The judge in the Rittenhouse trial has banned MSNBC from the courtroom. Were they in the courtroom? I uh, sure. Do all the are the reporters from all the networks in the courtroom? I don't I don't know this. I'm not. What a, what am I, Captain? Know it all? <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know that. 
Uh, how interesting. Probably for for trying to whip up race hatred. This isn't going to help the narrative that it's a right-wing white supremacist judge. In fact, they'll be going with this all day long. Yeah, MSNBC's thrilled. They they really need to be blotted out from the, uh, the planet as a I, channel. I don't know if you know the background on this judge, but he was appointed by a super liberal... And uh, it, with the backing of the ACLU because of all of his views about um, court and court proceedings and handling the law, he was he was that kind of a a judge. At well, least he's famously very tough on prosecutors when he was originally um, put in. But now he's gonna for the rest of his life he'll be uh, fighting the whole white supremacist uh, tag. Oh, here it is. Okay, uh, got the update. Uh, Bruce, ju- uh, I'm sorry, Judge Bruce Schroeder. Announced that staff from MSNBC will no longer be allowed inside the Kenosha County Courthouse following the incident in which a person was absolved. Oh, observed following a bus that the jury uses to get to and from oh, the building. Oh my God, that is so out of bounds! Good Lord! Wow! Said His Honor, I have instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building for the duration of this trial. This is a very serious matter, and I don't know what the ultimate truth of it is, but absolutely it would go without much thinking that someone who is following the jury bus, that is an extremely serious matter and will be referred to the proper authorities for further action. The man spotted following the bus identified himself as James J. Morrison and told investigators he was instructed to follow the vehicle. You know, we have an incoming FCC chairman who believes that Fox is the Fox News channel is one of the greatest threats to democracy in this country. And there's plenty of stuff on Fox that I don't agree with and I wish didn't happen. But to, to act like Fox is a danger and MSNBC is not is just crazy. You makes just, you a joke. It makes you a joke. You just don't yeah. pay attention. MSNBC, the, the crap that they are spouting about white supremacy and how racist a country we are, and now participating in this, uh, intimidating a jurors, that's horrible. Wow. I hope he brings the freaking hammer down on him. Did you see that the Kenosha Unified School District has shifted schools to remote learning ahead of the verdict? Because they're afraid conservatives will riot. Oh, no, that's right. They're afraid the left will Riot. They'll burn down Kenosha again. It's unbelievable. 500 Wisconsin National Guard troops remaining uh, on standby. An anti-Rittenhouse protester body slammed a reporter and was arrested for battery. The fact that there are 500 National Guardsmen there make me think it's going to stay under control. That's That's quite a few people with guns and trucks and stuff. Um. But, man, what a terrible position to put those National Guards persons in uh, where they might have to point a gun at a U.S. citizen because they can't. they got to make some tough decisions. Yeah. Well, this broke just a few hours ago. Uh, the Kenosha Sheriff's Department said the media and public have responsibility to give space to law enforcement and allow them to perform their duties. After two people were arrested following an incident that occurred on the courthouse steps, a uh, 20-year-old male taken in custody for battery, disorderly contact, conduct, resisting arrest. A 34-year-old female arrested for disorderly conduct. Um, the Kenosha Sheriff's Department statement said, quote, During the arrest, law enforcement need, needed to deploy several officers to keep crowds of citizens and media from interfering. Uh, and we will not be putting up with that anymore. Now, Mediaite's version of the story is that a man claiming to be a producer with MSNBC 
was pulled over for following the jury bus. Is there any chance that he said he was with MSNBC and it turns out he wasn't? I don't know. Uh, I suppose it's possible, although the uh, the positive identification of the guy and the judge banning MSNBC happened yeah. you know, after that report. Either way, that was one of my fears I was talking about yesterday, that you know, they're not a sequestered jury at a hotel or something like that. They're just walking out to their car. <laughs> they're getting in not. that bus. They're, oh, they're not, not yeah. now. Yeah. They're getting in their bus, brought to a location that but, but, the people aren't supposed to know about. Yeah, how hard would that be to... Well, if you're MSNBC, you follow them, you intimidate them, you try to get addresses, phone numbers, you dox them, you, you lead the protesters to their doors, you claim they're white supremacists in the face of no evidence. That's what you do. Ugly. That's who you are. Ugly. It, it is absolutely ugly. Michael, we need transition I'd music, say. Please. Come on now. Ah, I like this. A little All melancholy. Right. Yep. It's going to clear my mind. All right. Hey. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Bada, bada, bada. Man, when Good they bring stuff. in that next flugelhorn for the oh, for the harmony, that's... How many is enough? <laughs> uh, I had... Where is it? The uh, I have it. It's here. I'm certain it's here, and I can't find it anymore. The information on uh, on space debris. I probably have it. I just I'd, I'd lost it somehow as we were talking about that. There's a crap loads of space debris. Be careful in space, folks. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Ah, uh, be careful <laughs> up there, Jeff. Uh no, it's it has to do with that Russian test, and there is a growing and dangerous amount of debris floating around in space. The various uh, chunks of uh, of whatever floating around, and here's the interesting part: they orbit the Earth at seventeen thousand miles per hour. Woo. So if you're going in the other direction, they hit with the destructive force of a bomb. And they're thinking, especially thanks to Vlad Putin the other day, that it's gotten to the point where it's really dangerous and we're going to start seeing more collisions with satellite than with satellites. And then when they get smashed up and essentially explode, they will create more space debris. And we could be looking at a space litter crisis at some point. Um, I do not believe in gambling. Sports betting, I think, is the devil's workshop, as I've explained many times. But um, So somebody went to Nevada back in March before Major League Baseball season started and bet $30,000 on Shohei Otani to win the MVP. Um, I don't follow baseball closely enough. I didn't realize that he was a long shot at that point because he'd been injured and stuff like that. Uh, 30 to 1 odds. Wow. If he is named the AL MVP, which he is expected to be named this week, uh, that bet will pay off almost a million dollars and will be a seven-figure loss on an award and it will be the biggest loss on this type of market ever. Hmm. You're, 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 you're either crazy rich or a degenerate gambler. Or just if, crazy. If you put $30,000 down on that sort of thing. I mean, you just got so much money you don't care. Or you got you know something wrong with you. Yeah, but he's going to turn thirty grand into almost a million. Wow! Wow! Huge loss for the uh, the company fronting it, obviously. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, anyway, uh, so I found my stuff. So a few oh, cool. more factoids about uh, space debris. Like garbage patches in the ocean, space debris have built up over the past six decades as old satellites and other spacecraft become defunct or collide with each other. 
And because of gravitational forces, it just keeps orbiting the Earth again. Uh, speeds up to 17,500 miles per hour. Uh, the State Department said Russia's destruction of their old satellite to demonstrate that they can blow ours out of the sky has thus far generated 1,500 new pieces of trackable debris, big enough that you can track it from Earth, not to mention hundreds of thousands of smaller pieces orbiting at 17,000 miles per hour. And the Russian test has led to renewed calls, renewed calls for a moratorium on anti-satellite missile launches because it's getting, it's uh, their warning of a potentially debilitating domino effect like I was describing. Sure. Um, uh, Space is quite vast. I don't know how familiar you are with the whole space thing. But at some point, it gets kind of crowded with uh, junk flying around up there, right? Either satellites or old parts of ships or... Right. Well, we're talking about that part of space that is close enough to the Earth that an object would would orbit. Sure. Which is a fairly narrow... Even that area, though, is insanely huge. But at some point... It's like 25 feet high. (laughs) But at some point, it gets... You know, you got too much stuff. And then is there any method for cleaning that out, like a vacuum or garbage bucket or something? I mean, you know, I was picturing some giant satellite with uh, magnetic power set up there. Although, again, everything's traveling at such a spectacular amount of speed. I mean, if you could, like, close on something going in the same orbiting in the same direction as you, roughly... You might be able to track that and hold it, but if something's even going at like a you know a, a twenty degree tangent to you at seventeen thousand miles per hour, that moment of contact would be again the nuclear bomb amounts of energy. So what do we do? Can we flip off gravity for just twenty seconds? We'll warn everybody on Earth. I'll grab flip off hold gravity of right now. Well, oh, <laughs> no, he gave gravity both barrels. That's not what I mean at all. Oh. Turn off gravity for about 20 seconds. Warn everybody. Grab hold of a tree. Make sure you got your kids. Tie down your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, wait a minute. Well, let me think about this a little Grab more. Grab hold of a tree. <laughs> We're about to turn off gravity for just a little bit. Well, here's a question for you. I mean, obviously, in my genius plan, that first they laugh, as they say. Um, then you win. Well, right. So a car just sitting there, inertia would say that car will just continue to sit there? Or would it begin to float? How high would it float? I mean, if it floats like a foot in the air, bam, it lands. The shock absorbers take the shock. Maybe you blow out a tire. I mean, I, I grant you, if you got cars like floating 500 feet in the air, that'll be a problem when you flip the switch back on. <laughs> I haven't thought this through completely. First, they laugh because you're nonsensical. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we will... It's a rough draft. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You're thinking things through. Right. Um, we will finish strong. That's our plan. We've got a couple of things we need to update you on. And, of course, that jury could come back at any point. And there's always the possibility of a mistrial if you haven't heard that latest story. So all that's on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Show. Being on CNN's Chris Cuomo on the Dave Chappelle controversy. 
Critics of Chappelle's Netflix comedy special, The Closer, have labeled him transphobic over some of the comments he made. But Bill Maher is not having it. Watch this. Chappelle has a long uh, history of going after uh, trans people. Not really LGBTQ, a little bit, a little bit. But the homophobia is not as much of a push against him as what he says about trans people. He does a special and he says, this is going to be my last one for a while. It's called The Closer. And he says he's being canceled because he's made jokes about that group. What's your take on it? Well, I defended him. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm Team Dave. Why? And, and free speech. Well, first of all, I, you say going after. You use terms like homophobia. Mm -hmm. um, I was speaking recently about phobia. That, that's a, there's a word that's traveled quite a bit from its original meaning. Phobia means an irrational fear. Mm -hmm. He's not afraid of homosexuals. Right. Or tr it's not transphobic. Interesting to me. We had other clips. We played a Bill Maher who was on uh, the Cuomo show last night. It's it's interesting to me that old school liberal Bill Maher, who used to be on the left end of politics of culture, like I went and saw him at uh, University of California Davis do his politically incorrect show. Geez, twenty some years ago, hmm. and that's when he was way out there on the left end of culture. Now he's like just left a center. I think that, and barely, I, I think that's a, an important point. Pointing out, of course, that he hasn't moved. Right, right. Uh, by the way, just a quick observation about how freaking phony Cuomo and all the, like, media social justice jack-o artists are. Um, he says, you know, it's uh, he's uh, gone after, well, not LGBTQ uh, exactly, but certainly after the transgender community. That's the T in LGBTQ, you friggin' idiot. I mean, Cuomo doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's such a phony defender of the woke left. He's just, it's where he works. What a phony. He doesn't even know what the T stands for. So we got to figure something out here. I'm looking at the people that have donated money to uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and we got a pretty good total. We'll, we'll tell you about that here in a second. We got some good donations. The Trollololo guy donated fifty dollars. Thank you, Trollololo guy. The juice was in for one hundred and fifty. The juice just doesn't seem like he's the juice anymore. Oh. The juice one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Took me a minute. Um, juice. But we got this one. S F J B. You know, blank Joe Biden crypto. Yeah. The Let's Go Brandon coin donates five percent of every transaction to veterans charities. Is that a real cryptocurrency, or how does that does anybody know anything about that? Uh, uh, not sure what's going on there. All right. Hey kids, it's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> Rain Barrel Razors donated a hundred dollars. Very generous. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show for the day. There he is, pressing the buttons, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? Yeah, if you're buying tires for the car, instead of buying four new tires, get two new ones, two used ones. Take the savings, put it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I love it. A uh, behind-the-scenes producer, young Alex, is weighing in. Alex, final thought? You know, not many people know this about me, but I do play-by-play -play for uh, high school sports cool. in the area. And uh, I get paid a decent amount for that. I'm going to donate this weekend's earnings to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Thank you very much, Alex. Oh, yeah, Alex, well done, sir. We appreciate that very much, and so do the, the Warriors. Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share? You're joining Robot Overlords, who donated a 1000 bucks. 
And so did Suzanne, Suzanne Duvall donated $1,000. Pretty cool. Um, let's do a total. Gladys, uh, roll the drums, please, will you? Snare drum. We are at just shy of $440,000. 440. So that's. Oh, it's been a big day. Yep, and we'll have the uh, violin in tomorrow and all that sort of stuff. So it'll be fun. Well, and why do you keep leaving out the trombone? And the trombone. What's the matter with you, well, cause you can, selfish bastard? Because you can play the trombone. Oh, please. It sounds like an elephant with flatulence problems. I can't play the violin. I, my tone is terrible. I don't like your tone. Uh, my final thought is, uh, proud of you folks. Thanks for your uh, support. If you're not familiar with the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, please take our words. They are incredibly careful with your donations and incredibly productive helping our, our fellas out and gals. Of course. By fellas, I mean gals. It's a transgender thing. No, it's not. Gas station sushi for $40. That's right. I ate Oof. sushi from a gas station, didn't I? Armstrong oh. and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Rotisserie dogs just vomited. Uh, so many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate or to get you some great A&G swag. Man, the LGB stuff, the Let's Go branded A&G swag is flying off the shelves. Make a great Christmas gift. Order it as quick as you can, though, to make sure you get it in time for the holidays. It's shipping pretty quickly, but no promises. We will see tomorrow, and we'll have a lot of fun with a bunch of stuff tomorrow. God bless America. Point of personal privilege. I think that right now, um, you know, the honeymoon's over. It's a little too much docky dog. Do you understand? I cannot understand the word you're saying. Hey, be planned. Be planned. Well, that bad at You know, don't get into other subjects. That was quite something. Come on. I'm just saying. Maybe you're not that bright. Screw it. I'm leaving. Let's go, Brandon. No, but whatever the f- they're doing inside there. Oh, and he said some bad words. Yay. I forewarned you. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.